0: you're listening to the truth with studi on the stream grace network hey how is everyone doing on this wonderful day march 15th 2023 Uh, if you're listening to me on this podcast you know it's been a while since uh come out with one. I've uh, been taking care of some things, but uh, I'm back, and I'm here to deliver the truth with Studi, and I am Michael Studeman. I'm here in the good old state of Oklahoma in the United States of America, and I want to welcome any of you that's listening here in America or in Africa, Europe, Australia, wherever you're listening to, welcome to the podcast. And it's not by accident you're on here. Uh, if you are on this podcast, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, then the Lord, the Spirit of God has drawn you, and He's got a word for you. So I want to get into that. I just came back from my company's annual conference that I was able to go to. Um, they only select a certain uh amount of people uh, that you have to do certain requirements uh in in having what they call a diamond status and and only those that are a green diamond and above uh, in our company uh, basically gets to go to this conference it's called the diamond conference and this year it uh, just so happened to be in las vegas my company spent quite a bit of money they spent close to five million dollars on this conference so they went all out but uh it was in las vegas nevada and if you've ever been there you know it's it's a different world um las vegas has uh garnished the name sin city over the years and there's a reason for that there's a, a lot of things that go on there the main attraction of las vegas it's it basically appeals to all things of the flesh so you know drinking gambling uh prostitution sex uh basically any of those things that are pleasing to the flesh and the eye las vegas is where uh it happens and again that's where that nickname comes from of uh, being sin city so definitely had to pray up before i went there (laughs) uh but uh but, you know, I that is the subject today I wanted to kind of get into, and, and and that is sin. The word sin. What is sin? So a lot of people, when they hear about sin, um, you know, as, as you've grown up, depending on what culture you're from, uh, but mainly here in America and lots of places in Europe, um, there is this um, notion, you know, that sin and and. Like Christianity, um, that it's a religious thing, and that you know Christians uh, are all about—they're uh, just they're these do-gooders that are holier than thou. Look on other people, look downward to other people. That you know that sin, and uh, and it, and it's kind of a religious thing. Whereas you know true Christianity, to be a Christ follower. Um, it's not about religion, but it's about relationship with Jesus Christ. And God, our Creator, has given us the Word of God. Within, and it's basically the instruction manual on how to live uh, on this planet, how to live on planet Earth and, and live out this life that God has blessed us with, with purpose. And in order to achieve those things, we must have goals, And we must have direction. And that's where the Word of God comes in. And so he gives us, from Genesis to Revelation, he has provided that instructions booklet, that owner's manual. As he is our owner, he um, has created us. He's our creator. So he has provided that owner's manual and what to live by. And so, really, the word sin... In the Old Testament, the, the word for sin is kata, spelled K-H-A-T-A, and, and it basically it means to fail or to miss the goal. So when you really think about sin, it's not so much as a, a religious thing as it is, it's a practical thing. Uh, back in the day when they did archery, when someone stood next to the target and they would check the arrows where, where they hit and if the arrow didn't hit the target they would you know raise their hand and they would s- say the word sin and it again it means to miss the target so the, the purpose of the word of god the, the instructions that god has given us in his holy word is so that we don't miss the target so that we don't fail but that we walk in in, in the way that he has created us to do that. God has created us with certain abilities. He's created this earth. Uh, he's created order. And within that, and when we don't do things according to the order and instructions of how he's created the, the world and created our bodies, then, again, we miss the mark. Which, when you miss the mark, when you miss the goal and you fail, no one likes to fail. Failing It really stinks. (laughs) It's it's not fun when you fell, and there's certain things when you do things that are not in accordance with God's word. When you're not in accordance with His order, what He's created, uh, not only does it it bring disappointment, but it, it literally it brings sickness. It brings depression. It brings an unfulfilled. You know, feeling it takes away any joy, it takes away your happiness. It brings depression and sadness and things like that when we are not living according to his word. And of course, you know, with, with the fall of man, with Adam and Eve, uh, came the curse, you know, um, of sin. And, you know, thankfully Jesus came and uh, he redeemed us and he has provided us that redemption through what He did on the cross and, and His shed blood and Him raising again uh, from the dead uh, to give us new life. So He has restored those things to us as we you know, accept Him and believe in Him and, uh, and enter into that covenant with Him under that new covenant that He's provided us. So you know, going back to sin... Uh, if you go back into the Old Testament, uh, starting you know in the book of Leviticus, for instance, when you look at Leviticus chapter eleven, uh, and like chapter eleven, chapter nineteen and twenty, and all these chapters where there's the law of Moses, where God is giving these instructions to Moses, saying, you know, the children of Israel need to do this or they don't need to do that. And there's all these instructions, and it just looks like one rule after the other. Again, and it looks like, man, God's just being a killjoy. He wants to take away our fun, and, and, and that's not the case. When you start studying these laws, the Levitical laws, for instance, in the chapter, Leviticus chapter 11, it talks about those foods that God permits us to eat and those that are forbidden to eat. And, and and so, for instance, among those you see here in um, verse three of that chapter, it says, "Among the animals, whatever divides the hoof, having cloven hoofs and chewing the cud, that you may eat." Right. Uh, so, for instance, what's an animal that doesn't meet that definition? Uh, Was well, a, a, a a pig. And you're like, man, but I love my bacon. Study you can't take away my bacon, man. It tastes so good. Or, or some good old, you know, a ham and cheese sandwich. I got to have my ham. Got to have my bacon. But it, it, it's not so much that God, again, is trying to take away your joy of eating that uh, nice, salty, fatty bacon. But again, he has set these things because each thing that he has created on earth ha- has certain purposes and 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 pigs when you really study pigs uh you will find that that uh, that animal a pig has the most toxicity in its body it's one of the most toxic animals i mean you can throw a pig in a in a you know a den of vipers of snakes that are poisonous and they can you know bite those pigs and, and and the pig you know won't die because again it's it's already full of so much toxicity that it has developed a resistance to, to toxins. And so again, as good as it may taste, it is not good for, for the body. So it's you know it's not good and so these things uh, you know are in here uh, you know, showing you how you should eat um, you know when it, it talks about uh, in verse 9, uh these you may eat of all that are in the water whatever in the water has fins and scales whether in the seas or in the rivers that you may eat so there's another great example of uh eating fish that has scales and um and again if you if you do the studies and if you if you see like certain fish there's for instance like catfish or those fish that do not have scales um they contain high amounts of mercury, which is poisonous to our bodies. And so those are not healthy for us. So again, the these are just laws or instructions that, that God gave Moses to give us, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago. We we've had these instructions and they're great. And when you study in the the Levitical laws here in the, in the book of Leviticus, you you'll find all kinds of amazing things. Uh, things that deal with quarantining or how to properly cleanse your hands with running water. And some of the things that are in the Bible, again, that God gave us thousands of years ago, you know, mankind, we didn't start practicing those like in the medical field for proper cleansing the hands, uh, because, you know, when doctors or surgeons, when they would cleanse their hands. They didn't do it the proper way, so there was more spreading of bacteria, and people would die from that. And so it's only been a couple hundred years ago that these practices started coming into play uh, with proper quarantining, proper cleansing. And here we've had those instructions and that knowledge all along when you go back thousands of years ago when God wrote these words, when he gave the the you know the the divine inspiration of his word and in his instructions in his word so they're there not to take away your fun not to be a killjoy but god's word is there to give you uh just like jesus came. uh, jesus is the word made flesh right And, and the word of god says that he came to give you life and life more abundantly and and so let's let's go into the New Testament here uh, you know in first Peter five um, in first Peter five it you know going into verse five of chapter five there it says likewise you younger people submit yourselves to your elders yes all of you submissive to one another and be clothed with humility for God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. And here is an emphasis here on verse eight. Be sober. You know, in other uh, translations, it says be alert, but I I like this here in King James and the New King James. It says, be sober. Again, verse eight, be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. And so here we, we have that warning where you know, Peter is writing this letter, and, and God is giving us this warning of, hey, be alert, be sober and and so again going back to what should we be doing what should we not be doing and right now um, i know here in oklahoma and a lot of other states in america there are more uh cannabis dispensaries on every corner than there are gas stations now and now that that these states have made it legal uh whether what they call, you know, medical marijuana or recreational, whichever the case may be. Uh, People are using the excuses that, well, this is good for our health. This helps with this. This helps with that. Um, And then the the same with liquor as well. Uh, But the problem is with drugs and with alcohol, what it does is it it basically dulls our senses in our mind and causes our mind not to work with 100% alertness here. And so again, um god is telling us here be sober uh folks want to know well, what what's so bad about it? if i can smoke some weed it's it's helping with my arthritis or it's helping this you know what uh, god can help with that you know he has provided the blood of jesus to heal you of those things not to put a band-aid on it and not only that but when you take part in those things again it dulls the senses it 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 takes away your alertness in your mind and it makes you an easy target for the devil again where he's seeking those that he can devour you know if you're alert and 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 you you are walking in the way of God it the devil can't take you out because you're alert you know what's going on and you know who you are in Christ and he can't take you out it's the same with uh, with even a political awareness, the things that are going on, you know, within the country or within your state with certain laws. If people are not alert, not and doesn't, they don't know what's going on with the laws, with new laws that are being passed, or, uh, and not going to the polls and voting, then, you know, then evil can just take over. Uh, the, all of a sudden, you can be living in a country or state where your rights are taken away. Uh, You you don't have freedom anymore. And again, how does this happen? Because you're not alert. You don't know what's going on. And so again, it's so, so vitally important to be alert and to know what's going on. Um, And then guess what? When you are alert, I I, I like this, and, and that's the fact that when you study lions, the old The old lions they have those big roars but over time they've actually lost their teeth so they got a roar but they don't have a bite so you know even when the devil's walking around roaring like a lion when you are alert when you're walking in the word of god when you're walking in his ways then he he's got you and that devil can't touch you he can't harm you because again he's just like that old lion that's lost his teeth he can't take that bite out of you and God has you again where he says in verse 6 here there you know if you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God then he will exalt you in due time you know we're supposed to cast all of our care upon him for he cares for you so you know this word today again this is the truth of studio I want to provide you the truth this is not here to tell you Thou shalt not do this, or thou shalt not do that. I'm not trying to be a killjoy. I'm not trying to be a religious Pharisee. But I'm trying to share the truth with you. And the truth is the word of God. The truth is what God would have his people know what's going on so that they can live the best life for you to live your best life. So... I hope this message found you well today. I hope you got something out of it. I hope that brings you uh, your curiosity out so you want to get into the word more, even going back to those older books in Leviticus and start learning more how we should live our lives. Thanks again for joining me today. Be blessed. And you don't have a choice but to be blessed because, yeah, that's right, you've been served the truth with Stodey.